0: Ready to stop trading time for money and build a business that can scale? Then you're in good company. This is the Productize Podcast, where I chat with entrepreneurs who've transformed their businesses using the Productize service model. I'm your host, Brian Castle. Want to learn my best strategies for productizing your business? Then get my free crash course by going to productizecourse.com. Now let's get into the show. Hey folks, got another case study for you today. You're going to hear my conversation with Eric Chang and Matt Termier, and together they they started out with a marketing agency model, and then they decided that they needed to focus by productizing part of what they've been offering in their marketing agency. And so, what started with uh, a purely productized service uh, pretty quickly evolved into a SaaS, a software as a service, which which they you know sold to local businesses like restaurants and, and others. So, in this interview, you're going to hear their very first steps and, uh, their missteps, which they, they, uh, took a lot of care to, to, point out those missteps before we got into the rest of the story. Um, uh, you know, because it was, it, it really is a, a tough challenge to break out of that agency model. Um, and, uh, and we really hear hear that firsthand in this conversation. Uh, but then how, how did they actually land their first paying customers, uh, by actually going into their restaurant and dining at their restaurant? Um, and then how they actually the initial idea for their solution came directly from their customers' feedback, not from their own ideas. So that was interesting. And then the key insight that allowed them to, f- to find the hook that attracted their ideal customer. This was really interesting. And finally, we get into their plans right now as they focus deeper on a specific niche vertical. So that's what's in store in today's conversation. You'll hear that in just a minute. All right, for today's quick tip, when it comes to productized services, I'm gonna talk about five tools that I actually use uh, today and I've been using for many years in my productized services businesses. Now, first, a, a quick note about tools in general. I don't think that there is any tool that is absolutely required or a must have, and I don't think the tools will, will define how successful you are with your productized service. It's really all about how you use them, how, to, how you put them to use, and at the end of the day, it's about solving a problem for a customer, right? But these are productized services, so they need to be very streamlined. They need to work efficiently. Um, many times we're working with a team, as is the case for me, and these tools really come in handy for that. So the tools that I'm going to mention here, uh, of course, are Google Docs. That's where we keep all of our standard operating procedures for the business. Uh, in my first productized service business, Restaurant Engine, I had over a hundred. Uh, SOP documents stored in Google Docs. Today in Audience Ops, you know we're still uh, pretty new, new at the time of this recording. Uh, but we're already up to about I'd say about 60 different um, uh, SOP you know standard operating procedure documents stored in Google Docs. The, it, Google Docs really makes it easy to share um, documents with the team and give teammates certain access to folders and whatnot and allow th- allow them to you know continuously update the documents as well. The next tool, Slack, of course, you know, for the team, especially as the team is growing, it's really important for all of us to kind of keep in touch on a day-to-day basis using Slack in, in the in the chat room. It's very active. Uh, for us, Trello is a big one. Um, I've written uh, many times about how I've used Trello as an actual CRM in my previous business, uh, which worked out very well. Uh, today, in Audience Ops, we're actually using it. Um, to manage our production line of articles, because we we do blog article writing, so um, every article gets a Trello card, and then we kind of move it along in our production process. And that it's also very collaborative, where we can assign, you know, a writer to an article, and then assign the assistant to set it up in WordPress, and then the copy editor, and then the designer, and, and it kind of goes through the production line all through Trello. Uh, the next tool it would be Stripe. That is how. Uh, I get paid. That's how many businesses get paid, and it's the one that I would definitely recommend if you're if you're going to be accepting credit cards, which most businesses are these days. Um, so yeah, I mean Stripe is kind of a no-brainer. Uh, really easy to set up. Um, I'm actually going to give a bonus tool here uh, on my WordPress site. When I have clients sign up, I actually create a Stripe payment button, and the tool that I use for that is a WordPress plugin. Uh, from my friend Phil Dirksen and this and this wordpress plugin is called simple pay pro if you just google simple pay pro you'll you'll find that it makes it really easy to add a stripe uh... you know buy now button right on your website and finally the last tool that i'll mention here is help scout and we use this for uh... client communication and we actually use it a little bit differently than a lot of like software companies would use it as a customer support help desk we kind of use it in that way but it's a lot of times we're sending emails out from help scout and we're sending them to our customers, you know, sending them like the weekly preview email or their monthly report or or something like that. And what's nice about this is, is we can have our, our one email address, you know, it's like a company email address and multiple people on our team can all respond to emails and take different conversations you know, for example, we have a few different project managers. Uh, we've got a few sales reps. We've got myself. Um, and we're, we're all in the inbox talking to customers. But to, in, in our customer's view, all they see is the one email address, and that's the one address that they need to you know, have saved in their contacts and, and whatnot. It just makes it really easy. And so many other great features, like we we often use the internal notes, give each other notes about a particular conversation um, and that kind of stuff. So uh, so yeah, those are my uh, five top tools that we're using right now in, in my productized service. All right, now let's get into the interview. All right, so I'm here with another interview. Today I'm talking with uh, two co-founders, uh, Eric Chang and Matt Termeer. Um they are the founders of RockYourCustomers.co. Uh thanks for joining me today, fellas. Great to be here. Cool. And so uh where are you guys based again?
1: Um we're actually based in Canada. Um I'm from all over the place, but in terms of right now where I stay, uh Lethbridge,
2: Alberta that's where I'm at.
0: Very cool. And and Matt, where are you based right now?
2: Uh, right now based in southern Alberta, just a few hours south of Calgary.
0: Very nice, um, cool. So, uh, so why don't we get into your 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 company? Uh, well, first, like today, what's the elevator pitch of rockyourcustomers.co? Co? And then we're going to go back and get the whole backstory of how, it, you know, it's interesting to to hear today's story, because how, you, know, you guys started with a product high service, and then you kind of converted and, and, and turned it into a software product. So we're going to hear that evolution. Um, but how does it stand today? Like What, what is the elevator, elevator pitch today?
1: Right. So the pitch is uh, it's basically a dynamic customer database that allow a client or a customer to be able to facilitate the marketing automation side of things to deliver text messages or email to their own contact.
0: Very nice. So um, it's kind of like marketing automation. Uh, it combines email and and mobile text messaging as well. Yes. Very cool. And and did I did I see a note earlier that you guys kind of focus on the restaurant industry?
1: Right. So we started out with the restaurant industry because um, the previous uh, part of this process was we were we're running a marketing agency, and a, lo- a lot of our clients were in the restaurant industry. So we thought that was a natural progression to market to them first as we convert into the productized service and then now a software uh, model.
0: Got it. And just looking at your site today, rockyourcustomers.co, I mean I'm not seeing a whole lot focused on the restaurant industry. It's it's, it's a little bit more broad now? Correct.
2: We're, we're a little bit young on the website development side. We've actually uh, been progressing in terms of being able to focus the service for a variety of different industries. So, at this point it 's more broad and generic, however, we are moving into a more focused role
0: very cool um, and that 's what I love about doing these interviews at you know when kind of in in real time as as you guys are uh, making a lot of changes in in your business you you know like we talked about earlier, this particular iteration of your of your business, the software side is only four months old, and before that, um, you guys had a successful productized service. Which led into this, so we're going to get into all that. Things are still changing, and that's that's kind of exciting. That's, that's why I like doing these uh, these kind of real time interviews. So, so why don't we go back? Um, where do where do you guys come from? When did you guys start working together? And tell me about like the marketing agency and how, and how you got started.
1: Right. So it's actually a pretty good story. Um, Matt was just graduating from uh, university. He was looking for an internship opportunity. And um, we connected to, through family, and and uh, I own a marketing agency with some other different business partners. And he was working with us um, as an employee for oh, as an intern first. And he made himself really indispensable, so that he retained uh, as an employee after that. So how long be... ago was this? Boy, how long did you would this you say? This would have been
2: just under two years ago.
0: Okay, cool.
2: Right. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> so the beginning of 2014. thirteen. Fourteen.
0: 14 yep. yep. Nice. And uh, and so your marketing agency, Eric. Uh, how long has that been established, and what kind of marketing stuff did you guys do?
1: So we we are we call ourselves the the full uh, service end to end service marketing agency. It's in a small town, and it, it's actually quite um, difficult for. Um, most people to put together all the resources to be able to offer uh, everything from video production, creative writing, uh, creative directing, to uh, web development, web programming, hmm. and marketing strategy. So I came from the strategy side of things and some IT background, because my degree was in computer science. And some of, some of my other partners were from the creative side of things, and that's how we end up merging um, all both practices together to offer the full range services.
0: Got it. And so you guys were working with uh, like, small businesses, local businesses, restaurants, and that's what Yeah, of stuff?
1: so some of our clients are restaurants. Uh, we have a university. We do all their videography work. Um, we have um, a, a manufacturer, actually, and hmm. a movie theater. And what, what else would you say, Matt? We've got a few other random, super random clients, actually.
2: <laughs> right. We have worked with quite a few nonprofits as well. Hmm. Um, small to medium size here in Alberta and else elsewhere, uh, in addition grocery store boutique so it sounds like it, we've done it yeah it it <laughs>
0: sounds like uh, a pretty common you know digital agency marketing agency where you're yep. working with a lot of different clients doing a lot of different things um I'm just curious, like for you know, for both of you, like, what was your experience back then? Like, did you feel like you needed to change from that, and did you have different ideas of how you might grow or iterate from there?
1: Yeah, great question, because that was actually how we started the whole process with looking at productizing our services. Uh, we were looking at ways to grow um, and trying to uh, grow from the financial side of things, but also trying to reduce from uh, the workload and and improving our lifestyle. So we look at our original model and we realized um, quite a, a challenge to, to expand, actually, because as we grow into other geographic area or take on other new clients, uh, it became very difficult for us to, to do under the current model without adding more staff and, mm-hmm. and then creates more logistical problems. So we started looking at processes where we can try to offer more of the same thing to a specific market clientele and or use cases or for the specific application for that purpose, just because we want to make sure we can scale without having to um, ruin ourselves. our lives. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so with that in mind, was your, did you first start thinking about a, a niche vertical or, or, or target customer to focus on, or were you more thinking of, okay, what's, what's like the one solution that we can do repeatedly, or, or a little bit of both?
1: I think we were in circles for a while, actually.
2: We were. We, we had a, a company retreat where we went and we talked about whether we wanted to focus on the industry or whether we wanted to focus on the service. And I think we did this dance routine for probably six to eight months hmm. of not being able to determine how we wanted to structure any of our processes. And so everything kind of that we're at now evolved from that confusion the identity crisis that we were going through.
0: Interesting, you know, most, most of the people who, uh, most people definitely go through the same kind of uh, identity crisis, I, I have myself for sure, but most people are doing it solo and doing it alone. And I think you guys are interesting because it, there's the two of you, but who else was involved in in that like six to eight month process of figuring this out?
1: So um, the the company, the marketing agency is called Arrow, uh, so there's Matt and me and there's uh, Les and Chris that's the four core guys that's behind the company and then we have other contractors that we work with as well uh, but in terms of the the visionary side of things that's my responsibility so I've been trying to look for a, a different business model to to evolve into and Matt and I work closely together on some of the client side of things so we I pulled him into this process and then we actually came across your uh, productize course in the process and say hey I think this is actually a framework we can use so that we don't go into a tailspin uh, and, go and, uh, go and run in a circle. So that provided the framework and the blueprint, if you will, for us to follow up uh, step-by-step guide uh, very cool. to get to where we're at today.
0: Nice. So, so you guys are discussing this, looking at different options. Uh, what were your, your kind of first steps or the very first um, changes that you started to make? <laughs>
2: Well, let's actually uh, not summarize the entire frustrating part of hitting our head against the wall that really yeah. briefly. It actually took a long time. I think that we- Well, were... I guess
0: what I mean is like what were some of the f- first like, failed attempts or, or, or missteps if you will?
2: Yeah. So what we did uh, is we actually looked at, we itemized each service that we offer for every client that we'd offered within the last year. And what we did from that point is we were able to find the common denominator or find which line items were in common. And then we were able to rank those in terms of priority and added value for the client themselves. And then from that point, and this was a few week process, I hated going to work because <laughs> I, I dreaded what we were going to discuss. But after we were able to kind of neatly lay and row all of our ducks, we were able to then build upon those principles and then over the course of the next few weeks we were able to develop our first um, failed effort to reach out to new clients and bring people on board uh, focusing on one aspect not realizing that we needed both SMS and email to allow this to grow. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting, so, so what, what did that first solution look like?
1: Yeah, so the first solution was actually called uh, Keep Your Customers. Um, that was the, the I guess, the iteration, the first version before Rocket Customers. And the whole concept was surrounded by using um, the remarketing uh, service that we've been doing for our um, client and adding email marketing on top of that. Us, and then the whole package wrapped around um, using landing pages and everything so we're actually having a hard time exactly defining what we're going to do the whole concept was just we want to give a, a, a customer or a client a package of, of something and and those were the common denominators we found that we've done for other clients
0: and and I I can imagine that you can do remarketing or you can do email marketing follow up for all different customers but each customer is going to have different re- requirements, or, or you're going to need a different solution. So that mm-hmm. even though you're technically doing the same type of work again and again, it's the actual strategy or the actual solution is is different every time.
2: Exactly. There were different variables, different budgets we're working with, different um, ad messages and creatives they wanted to promote. And at the end of the day, we realized there was no difference between our previous model where everything was highly <laughs> customized. To what we thought was a completely productized service, mm-hmm. and so we had to go back to the drawing board, pick apart our ideas, and essentially um, build what what we've developed now. One thing um, we found out that worked out really well was just
1: keep simplifying all the way down to to the basic, to the key value proposition that we can offer. Because um, I think we have a tendency, at least from my experience, was to add in too much complexity into a service that we're trying to give. So that's why we end up with a very simple concept of just offering the custom database um, that will be able to handle the like, dynamic um, data request.
0: Yeah. So so how did you what did that next iteration look like and how did you simplify?
1: So yeah, so we look into the keep your customers model and say, hey, we did a few pitches to different clients and and found out their responses. Um, and most of the feedback we got back was, okay, we just want this component of this, this service that you offer. And that was the actual, uh, the, the birthday club program. Uh, a lot of them were looking at that. So we said, okay, we don't want to just offer birthday club. We want to do more than that because the essence of that is, you know, if we have a system that can send out birthday promotional messages, we can also use it for other purposes. Yeah. So we arrived at the database side of things but then using birthday club as a use case or an application to promote the system.
0: That's really cool. So you were getting feedback from, I I assume a lot of restaurants and and similar Mm -hmm. types of local businesses that care about like giving you some sort of reward on, on your birthday. Right. Um, Exactly. And so you're not only are you like incorporating this feedback from, from your, your prospects and your clients, um, you know, you guys have a, a better idea of like the total solution that you can provide. What you know, which ultimately it's like this database of customers and birthdays, but going beyond birthdays. But in the in the client's eyes, in their perspective, the birthday club is the thing that they latch onto, right? Like that's exactly. the, that's the way to mm-hmm. to make them say like, oh, I get it, right? Or, or that's the thing that they're actively searching for.
1: Exactly, and actually, um, if Matt can share a, a cool case studies that we did. Uh, Just a recent customer that signed up, it's a pizza restaurant, and their onboarding process was completely different than our agency model. Uh, The clarity that we gained and and the ease of uh, introducing our service to them was, was incredibly different.
2: Under the old Aero version, it was probably a one to two month at times process to finalize the initial consultation their budget, the proposal, the quote, agreeing on those numbers. So at the end of the day we were putting in hours of time with the client and on our own to develop what would become the uh, beginning of our working relationship. So a refreshing approach was with Rock Your Customers we were able to go in. It was actually after we ate at their restaurant for a team luncheon and we asked to speak to the director of marketing. He came out we introduced ourselves and we said we have a five minute demo we'd love to show you. Um, something we feel can help automate some of your marketing and save you time. We did the demonstration, he loved it. We met again the following week and at the end of that meeting uh, we committed him as our first non-retainer client for Rock Your Customers.
0: Very cool. So. Uh I do want to dig into like your sales process but at this point like it, with that particular client did you even have this rockyourcustomers.co website yet or like <laughs> like what did you have to show them basically
2: That's a, you know, that's awesome The, the reason we had the only thing that we had to show him was um
1: the actual a,
2: demo Yeah it was a demo it was a live demo so what happened is he would text in a keyword the keyword birthday to a phone number it would respond with a message saying, um, complete your sign up process here. He completed the sign up, and then automatically he received a birthday offer as if it was his actual birthday, how the consumer would experience it. Um, cool. At that point, we had no brochures, no information, no digital presence to say, oh, in the meantime, look here. And even though we had multiple people asking for it, we had to kind of um, satisfy or pacify them with. Uh, well maybe we can meet to discuss your questions as opposed to you doing your own homework.
0: Right, right. I mean I'm sure that's even more effective you're doing in-person sales and you can, you know, that that's my very favorite, cool.
1: Yeah, my favorite story out of that experience was as Matt has suggested, we didn't have any marketing materials to to go in and on top of that, we didn't even have a, a live like a a fully functioning system. We had a, a just it was just a beta system we built. And the client were asking us, hey, can you do fraud management? Can you do this and this? We, we'd like to have these features added. And we say, yep, we can do that in a week. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, so we the, actually we, happen to be working on that right now. It's exactly. coming out next week.
0: <laughs> 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 that was awesome. <laughs> nice, nice. And so actually, I, I also want to dig into that because <laughs> were you you were kind of performing this as a service bef- before this, right? Like, wh- when did the software actually get Get built, introduced. Yeah, or like, when did like? How did you use the very first version of the software?
1: So, the exact details is a little blurry to me right now. Um, I think what hand, what went down was Matt and I had a uh, a little internal meeting, and we we're just talking about his workload and said, "Okay, you're be you're currently doing these things for our uh, marketing agency client, and I like to increase your um, your efficiency on focusing your time on something else." And if we have a software like this, would that benefit your uh, your work side of things? And do you think this is something that a client would other clients would buy into? And he just said, Yeah, I think I think it would be a great idea if we can make that happen.
0: So what what were those like manual day to day processes that you were doing before you had the software?
2: Matt can describe <laughs> yeah. that he so does we'd that. actually <laughs> been we'd been doing this for about a year leading up to that discussion Eric just described, um in which I had 15 different spreadsheets. I was sorting. I was duplicating. I was creating multiple macros to get me information I needed. Hmm. I would then export that information and then import it into our email software. And you can imagine at the end of doing this over multiple months, I had upwards to 20 to 30 different mailing lists. And I was getting confused who I'd already marketed to, who I hadn't, And then we're focusing on people who hadn't opened the email. And so everything just became very hectic. Yeah, And so that's where, um, after about a year of doing this for a few clients, Eric approached me with this proposition. And I said, honestly, if it can save me time, absolutely. And that's kind of where our um, path began. And we were beginning down a path with no destination at that point because um, we've since gone well beyond what we'd hoped to accomplish. But, um, yeah, our clients' feedback actually helped provide the uh, checkpoints along the way.
0: Nice, nice. So, so okay, so let's get back to um, the sales cycle. Uh, well, maybe we can get a, get a sense of pricing. And, and what did pricing look like in the beginning, and, and kind of what, what does it look like now?
1: Right, so... Um, If we're going to backtrack a little bit to back in the the marketing agency days, um, we literally had to go in and talk to the client and say, okay, how many contacts do you have, and what kind of messages would you like to send, and how frequent you like to do, what kind of promotion you like to offer. So all those processes were manual. Then we give them a price quote based on that, and then there's usually one or two revision based on the affordability or the marketing budget. So like Matt mentioned earlier, it could be a month to two month process just to, to sign a new client. Then we move into the keep your customers model. Uh, we try to go for a hodgepodge of multiple services at a higher price point. But it was still very unclear. And then in terms of the value proposition, it was still not um, strong enough for, for a client to bite on. So we end up arriving at this uh, super brutal yet simple and, and elegant uh, price point where it was just thirty-five dollars uh, per five hundred customers. I, I mean cl- uh, contacts on the database per month, and that's simple. There's no contract. There's no um, additional fees on top. So it's easy for a client to understand.
0: Very cool. And so um, and so, you know, going back to that very first client, you guys kind of walk in and and literally eat at the restaurant of, of the client. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of just presented this, like, hey, here's a demo of, of the software. Here's what it can do. Uh, but are you also presenting it as a service? Like, we're going to run this for you and and help you market on, on a monthly basis?
2: Yeah, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, so um, yes and no. <clears throat> Eric and I went in actually a little bit blindly, not sure what to <laughs> expect, as it was our first uh, cold pitch. Yeah. We were actually uh, prepared from that point on to make... Bets with people to say we are so confident in the results you can derive from this service that we're willing to bet you at the end of a trial period it will work, and if mm. it doesn't, we'll pay you a reimbursement for your time and effort.
0: Oh wow! So that's, we were. That's we were much more than than just a free but, trial. That's like we're going to pay you.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and we're we Eric as director of marketing at that point had actually approved a certain amount. Um, in such cases but as we went into it um, I made the comment to Eric once Eric isn't this going to actually put our consulting group out of business because it's automating everything that we do custom right now and yes and no and that's kinda how I respond to your question yes because um, it will actually grow simultaneously with our consulting firm because we as part of rock your customers don't offer any type of um, graphic design and consulting in that regard, however, our sister company Aero Marketing can offer you graphic design, can offer you strategic planning, and all of that. So it it's um,
0: so it's kind of like a it's a it's a revenue channel, but it's also like a lead generator for the custom work too.
1: You got it, spot on. Exactly. and that's actually what we're finding is uh, the sales model is gonna, it's going to turn into that using this as an upselling opportunity for something much higher value that we can generate at the
0: agency level. Love it. Um, Let's see where where did I want to go from from here. I mean, okay, so you had that first customer. Uh it, as I understand it, Rock Your Customers is still only about 4 months into this. So mm-hmm. um how did things, you know, develop from there?
1: Well, we hit a Christmas break. <laughs> so, um uh, we had well, about a month of a slower season and we're ready to kick into high gear again. Um, and during um, the last few months we talked about other use cases that we want to evolve into and since we're really building the utility uh, or the foundation of any businesses because every single company needs a a customer database uh, we want to develop different examples um, in a a layman's term so that other clients can see oh if I own a a little drugstore I can use this to to send out um, notification for this or if I own the pet shop I can send out, you know, hey, here's a monthly special for this purpose or for that other situation. So we're, we're finding all these different use cases that we're, we're currently developing. So pretty soon we're going to have all of them, uh, examples created, listed on our site and marketing materials to promote them.
0: Got it. And I, I guess you can kind of create these niche vertical, like mini sites, right? Or, or exactly. Like, rock your Leni customers, Pages, CO slash Pages. pharmacies or slash restaurants, whatever. You got it. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, I'm also curious, I mean, are so this is pretty much software at this point, the, the database, uh, it, the Rock Your Customers software. Are mm-hmm. you finding that, that customers are are happy to operate the software themselves, like, you know, send out their own <laughs> campaigns and, mm. and get themselves set up? Or or is it a, a hybrid, which we see all the time, which is like, you have some software and a setup service or, or a, yeah, like, we'll run the software for you kind of deal?
1: Right. Awesome question. Um, that's exactly what we were hoping for initially, was to to introduce the software to the customer so they can operate themselves. Uh, however, we end up coming full circle, and the agency side of things is now providing the service and consultation t- for the client to use the service, uh, to use the software, because it's, it's simply a lot of clients just don't want to, to do that. So now it's becoming a value-added service that we provide on top of the the software itself.
0: Yeah. Very cool. I, I actually found the same exact thing when I was uh, working on, on restaurant engine, which was the early days. I, I intended it for to, to be like a do it yourself website builder will provide support, but you know, you're, you're building your own website. And then over time I started offering the free setup service just to get them on onto the service. And then we started charging for it. And then we started to charge more for it. And then that became like the productized service using our software so I, I mean That's I see awesome. that I see it again and again with so many uh, so many different like I'm hearing different terms for it now like you know SWAS software with a service and, oh um, you know it, it's cool um, awesome guys so so I mean where to from here like now so we're recording here in uh, January 2016 w- what are your plans to evolve the service I know you said you're, you're planning on um, focusing on on a few different niche verticals like what, what are, what's kind of like your next steps from here
1: Right. So we're looking at different um, use cases, as as we talked about, and we want to find other uh, market to get into. Uh, One thing that would really intrigue right now is the integration that's out there uh, with the service called Zapier, Mm -hmm. where I think you talked about in uh, one of your um, recordings. Uh, Once we can be fully integrated with them, that opens up our opportunities with a lot more tools out there that any companies can use. So that's the the big thing that we're working on uh, right now, this moment, and and then we're gonna crank out our Salesforce um, in terms of marketing. Salesforce, we're gonna um, go direct marketing approach, and then in addition, we're gonna focus strictly on uh, content marketing to to really drill down and and get in the the benefit of you doing online marketing.
0: Very cool. Yeah, and I I assume that that content marketing can really get go deep into each of those niche verticals. Right. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, awesome guys. Well, uh, you know, thanks for, uh, thanks for taking the time today. I know this was really, uh, helpful and and insightful for, for anyone else who's going through a similar, you know, progression from agency to service to software and combining the service. I I think it's great what you guys are doing. You're, you're obviously, um, you know, making a lot of progress and I, I just love how you're, you're iterating the service and solution based on actual feedback from customers who are, you know, willing to, or they have these problems that they, that they need solved. So, um, awesome guys. Thanks. Thanks Brian. All right. Take care. Take care. Thanks for tuning in today. Get all the show notes for this entire season at productize And to get my free Productize Crash Course, where I share my best strategies for launching and sustaining your Productize service business, head over to ProductizeCourse.com. All right, time to get back to working on the business.